Dominique and Eastern Caribbean, the afternoon time is one o'clock. Welcome to Talk on the Block for today, Thursday, 25th of August, 2022. And we thank you very much for joining us from wherever you are. I'm Lennox Linton sitting in for Matthias Peltier Jr. Uh, last I heard, he's doing well. Good afternoon, bro. <laughs> yeah, everything is everything. Good. You'll be back here, last I heard, in a couple of days. All right, a couple of days means maybe by this weekend, early next week. We'll see how that goes. All the best to you. And uh, God bless you, Dominica. God bless you, patriots of Dominica, wherever you are at this time. You are part of this Nature Island family, this Nature Island community here in Dominica, somewhere in the Caribbean or further afield, somewhere on the western, in the western hemisphere or this the eastern hemisphere south north wherever in the globe you happen to be at this point and you have taken the time to join us we want to thank you very much indeed we have a few little things to talk about and the guests in the studio for the first five uh, ten minutes or so uh, with a few things on his mind to talk about and i'm sure there are much there's much on your mind to talk about as well we will uh, do all of that this afternoon before the two o'clock hour, when uh, we hand it to the Digicel hour, right here on Q95. Thrifty Thursdays. On the last Thursday of every month, get up to 20% discount of various items in the store between 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. But wait, there's more. Also, look out for what deal up today offer for an even bigger discount. You can't miss out on this real deal savings. So come to Auto Trade on Thrifty Thursdays. At Auto Trade, it's more than a vehicle, it's a relationship. Terms and conditions apply. Personne ne peut pour dire nous. Mais si ils ils vont dire quelque chose comme ça. Je like Linhez Vep de Pladou. Et moi, je suis tellement content que ma famille m'a apporté à Linhez après que je suis mort. Et le fait que Linhez a pris mon corps avec respect et dignité, je n'ai jamais été capable de faire ça dans les motifs vivants. Linhez Funeral Home, 30 ans d'expérience professionnelle, reliable et compassionate service. Nous avons 24-hour emergency service. Donc là, mon nom, pas quitter un lien bas ou dire. Qui est 449-1800, 275-7564, 449-2100, ou l'emergency number 
call Lynnhurst Funeral Home today. We are in the hurricane season. Keep in mind that many hurricanes are slow travelers. Once you hear about it, chances are you have several days to finalize your plans. Be careful though, some hurricanes can go up to 80 kilometers per hour. <laughs> On Saturday, August 27, 2022, the Goodwill Parish Hall will explode with laughter. Dominica's leading comedians battle for the champion of laughter in the first ever trailblazing comedy competition organized by the Laugh Dominica Initiative. A night of fun, laughter, clean and relaxing entertainment. Laugh out loud, Dominica tickets are available at the former location of Parade of Fashion. $40 in advance, $50 at the gate, and US $10 for pay-per-view on Comsa TV. This event pays homage to Mikey Bruni, Felix Henderson, Lawrence Brumont, and a fitting tribute to Alwyn Bruni and Franklin Moses. Remember the date, 8 p.m. Saturday, 27th August, at the Goodwill Parish Hall. Laugh out loud, Dominica. Supported by AC Schillenford and Company Limited, NJAM, DNO, Comsa TV, Q95, and MO News. The place to be on Friday, August 26 is on the Michael Bill Daniel Memorial Park next to the Pentecostal Church in Goodwill from 7 p.m. for a back-to-school gospel concert. The concert features positive blessings after blessings from Trinidad and Tobago. The Michael Bill Daniel Memorial Park in Goodwill. Good Friday, August 26. And many other local gospel artists, including J. Crow, Solids, Dancers, and many other local acts. Positive. From TNT. August 26. Tickets can be purchased from Bullseye Pharmacy, CLC Bookstore, Howie Office, Bonnies, and members of the Pentecostal Church. Adults $40 and children under 16 only $20. And hey, VIP $60. This is going to be a big one. Friday, August 26. Get your tickets now. Come and get your blessings. After blessings. Yeah. Friday, August 26. Michael Bill Daniel, Memorial Park in Goodwill. Goodwill, Goodwill. Positive. Madam Boboy Madi, Lao Kali, Idikoti Rice and Company. Here Rice and Company, the only company I know if rice was cooking more than back and neck. Now the last valley sock. I said Bryce. Idi all the plus nefla will you have a roofing material and seamless gutter ring? Yes. 24 gauge governors, all colors. Ever open Nipu Gas Pilajan, they program the computer to give you the exact size you want. And the seamless gutter ring, aluminum, that can better withstand the elements. You have in an easy way. So no leaking after a while. And so much more. Bryce and Company, the advice. A bank close to the old mill at Enfield. Telephone is 617 2468.
Welcome, welcome to today's edition of Talk on the Block. Uh, welcome, one and all. Thank you for joining us. All right, uh, we, we're going we're gonna to talk to a gentleman I met on my way in here this afternoon. He's from the constituency of uh, Soufrière, Scott said Juan Michel. Familiar, very familiar with the Soufrière area. That's where he, he lives. Uh, my brother, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Honorable Lennox Linton. How, how are you doing? I am elated to be graced with your presence and your facilitation. I wanted you to tell me, because you live in the area, what's going on with Soufria and uh, Jungle Bay? Uh, there seemed to be a rift, I would call it a rift, mm -hmm. uh, in that the community which we know and hail as the Southern, uh, with Scotshead being the fishing hub where both catches come and are dispensed in the capital and in the communities as well, of Galion, which is a hamlet, Boacotlet, and Petit Colibri, and Mont Rouge. All these form part of Soufrier, but Point Michel is included as the constituency, and therefore, it was in Point Michel that I heard from people talking that there is a concern from Jungle Bay that Conecon should be dis should be banned or discontinued. And to me, it, you, no, it, no, no, I, I, I felt a you, blow. Yeah, but 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 you live in Sufria, but you heard in Point Michel. It was in Point Michel, oh. so you can imagine if Point Michel can hear. And you have to travel at least five miles to get to Point Michel from Soufrier, whereas it's just one mile to Scotland. So Scotland have the same news, yes? That mm -hmm. Jungle Bay does not want the continuance of Corny Conlon. How do you feel about it? I am very disturbed, mm -hmm. not concerned, disturbed, because the livelihood of the people through their storage, mm -hmm. or let us first say catch, or venture to catch, catch, store, season prepare fish on a night of the month to sell to visitors to the community something that was established years ago why should one man want it discontinued because of his village how often does Soufrier have corny corner it used to be a month end activity uh -huh. from the time it was incepted and it is still a month end activity no it has just been not even seasonal or mm. quarterly, mm. just due to the Feast of St. Peter's in July, uh -huh. Fête La Saint-Pierre. Okay. And they kept it, because I might just stretch back a bit, that in 2017, October 2017, we were to have the biggest Cornicola because mm. it was Heritage Day for Soufriere's Concert area. Okay. Okay. And Maria came, and that was discontinued. I had already made all of my preparations. Mm -hmm. And then the people were dis not disappointed. They were what? After the hurricane, how were we? Yeah, Disoriented? But, but I'm wondering if... I, I'm still trying to get from you the regularity. How often does this it happen? It was a monthly activity. And right now, it and is what, now weekly? It, it, no, it was... We can also almost say it was sporadic, but then it was for the Feast of La Saint-Pierre. Mm. So it's finished now? It, it has 
has not been ongoing since 2017. There may have been so, one or two. So really there's no issue. The issue is if it was resuscitated for mm. just this last year, why should be why should it be criticized as a nuisance uh -huh. or a annoyance? Because right now it's not on. It is not an ongoing thing. Okay. All right. So then to to, to beckon its total closure is unfathomable. No, but are you are you are you aware that that demand or alleged demand still stands? I hope it is thought of. Mm -hmm. It is reconsidered, uh -huh. and the idea is scrapped to the recycle bin. And what was the conversation in the community about that? The community is so disturbed because it's their means of financial and economic activity. And they need it every month. And right. look, we're heading into September. Yes, let us say September, seem over, or October, all over, the December, whatever. And you're, but you're, then it needs to continue. Yeah, but your understanding and the understanding of the community is even once a month is too much for Jungle Bay. It just shouldn't exist. Can you imagine? <laughs> Listen, mm -hmm. um, I believe mm -hmm. the Minister of Tourism, mm -hmm. who is the parliamentary representative, mm -hmm. should not connive, mm -hmm. but demand that the people have their livelihood. Let them but, but from what, from what you from what you know, so far the minister is standing her ground, or what is her ground? She should travel. Or she, she hasn't she, said. Uh, well, that's what we need her to come and tell us on Q ninety five, the big station. That uh, that uh, it will continue. That and that and the it notebook. was it was it was a a, a a frivolous a frivolous statement by the owner of Jungle Bay or the management of Jungle Bay. And that she did not stand on the side of it. When it got to her attention, she was so perturbed and disturbed that she is in discussion with him, that he rescind, and that the people obtain their means of livelihood on every month end, starting right. from now. Okay. August month end, they should have one, because it was in July. They should have one in September, in October, Creole month, and in November they should have their thing, and up to December 2022, and we will first 2023 as people from a civilized world. All right. What else is on your mind this afternoon? I am looking at a level of um, deprivation and poverty in the Scotshead area where they call La Cousicil, at the back of Lyndon's Bar where the people play blast and they play loto and everything. Mm -hmm. But there is a catchment of poverty that I wish you could take a cameraman, the best man, the best cameras, maybe Deepex, and take a picture of that lane and the inhabitants Mm -hmm. are living there in a depraved state and all of them are dressed in red tunic, be it shirt, cap or hat, bags or whatever, and they are hailing. So this needs consideration. And then my next observation is on my way to the Sulphur Spring this morning exercising. I'm looking at a bit of work done, concrete, from Labu to Sufri, I guess, house, mm. and then there's Earth Road, but then the gutter is blocked and we have an NEP program and all the waters that fell over the last 48 hours came back and took the tarish off the road, which is not sealed, 
And then there's an excavator packed on the road, but the Sulphur Spring Development Project at summertime, mm-hmm. when we have visitors from our neighboring Martinique, Guadeloupe, France, you know, congé, they call it congé. Mm-hmm. Right now it's holiday time. And we have loads of visitors. Yes, they go up to Scotshead and see, but they want to have a sulfur spring. And Bubbles Beach, yes, let me acknowledge Bubbles Beach. He's doing his best, but the sulfur spring development is still left unattended. Are we really serious to have the Minister of Tourism for our own constituency? And you're telling me the Sufria Sulfur Spring Development Entertainment Spot picnic shelter, the bar, the pools, everything are still uh, unrepaired? Yeah, I'm, a little bit, I'm a little bit surprised to hear that because in the budget of 2021-2022... Provisions uh, was made? I don't know if provisions were made for that specifically. I know that overall an amount of uh, $6 million was provided for public sector investment projects, which would include site enhancement and things of that nature. Precisely. Uh, not, not for the constituency specifically, but for all around Dominica. Yeah, but besides, and besides, no, if you allow me to, the Minister for Tourism is the parliamentary representative and you're telling me her backyard is not so clean? Yeah, but what, what the point I was making to you is that why that surprised me, what, why what you're saying surprises me is because of the amount that was provided for her ministry in 2021-2022, she only spent 41%. So what happened to forty-one um, and fifty? She left fifty-nine percent of 59? the money. Percent of the money on the table. So Why for and her constituency is, is in such a dilapidated, yeah, I, deprived? That's why it surprised me. Uh, what is you, happening you, at Fort Shirley? Is Fort Shirley well restored? Did you did you listen to the parliament? The, the debate in parliament? I listened partially mm-hmm. because. I am one of those, I don't stay at home. I live at home, but I don't stay at home. So mm-hmm. I listen on the route, okay. and then via social media, some instances, you cannot get signals. Okay, okay. I thank you for the opportunity to be here this afternoon. Go ahead. Thank you. Um, so, um, what else would I say? Uh, concerning, I was riding in a bus um, yesterday mm-hmm. or this morning with teachers who were uh, making reference to paraphernalias. I saw books being distributed in Point Michel constituency mm. office. Um, uniforms textbooks. Were be- textbooks, yes. Uniforms were being spoken about mm. on the bus. But then we're talking about living in an age of technology where children have gadgets that they can do everything on. And you're telling me they do not even have paintings on the walls made out of, um, how we call that material again. We used to say we go in by Astrophans for us to buy um, not scrap paper, but Papier mâché. That's all. Crap. Yes. Yes. So then, so all of these, um, the sponsors, RECDM, who did some work in the renovation, they can also consider, um, let us say, electronic screens that the children Mm. can actually even have a keyboard Mm. because we've been making home at school or school at home for them using technology. It's a new world order. So then they they don't need chalkboards anymore. They need gadgets. So I thank you. That's my concern. And And I think we have have a lady in bed. We have a lady in bed with all of the sponsors 
who can do more for the community of Soufrier and Scotland. Poet Michel is well read, well you. read with all street marks, all lovers lane and royals lane and Soufrier. I had to cry to get a bit of a stretch from the council office to the main road, Thank connected, you. and then now the road to the, how you call it again, the Sufria gas house, uh -huh. it, the gutter is blocked and the road is washing away the surface because it is not asphalted or paved. Thank you very much. I thank you for allowing me. All the best to I you. And I wish Dominica the best, Sufria constituency, and the rest. Uh-huh. God bless you, sir. Take care. It's one thing I like, Lennox, when you wish.
127 is the afternoon time. This is Talk on the Block. It's uh, Thursday, 25th of August, 2022. Thank you for joining us. Someone on the telephone. Good afternoon. Yes, good afternoon, Mr. Linton. How are you doing? I am good. I, l- let, me, let, me, let me tell you publicly again, I love you. <laughs> God bless I, you, bro. I, I, I'm, I am glad that I'm the first person to call because um, reference might, might be made of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Linton, can you tell me the, the name of the guy? Who, is it possible you can tell me the name of the person who... Andre, 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 Andre. Because I can look at your voice. Andre, Andre. Is that, uh, yes, Andre from, is that Andre from, from Sufria. Yeah. From Sufria, okay. Yeah. Um, I, I called because I, I am one of the first person that started opposing um, Conconi. For a matter of fact, when he was introduced by Mr. Charles Menard, there was a, a, an article written and it was published called Audrey Scott said I was, I was very instrumental in that, in that article. You remember that article? No, I don't. Okay. But, but um, it, it, what amazes me is that I never knew anything like that was going on and, and the, the last con con they had, I, I spoke, um, I, I messaged the, our representative, Ms. Charles, and I was, I was shocked there was not a response. So now I understand clearly why she did not respond. But Mr. 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 Linton, I always oppose the crime part of it. I always con- have concern about the the, the the reveling part of it. But when I listen to the guy talking about the, the economic part, which I told the lady, the people in Scotts at Sufria, even Point Michel, they are in need of money. They need to have some economy activity going on. But my concern was the crime. I afraid crime happen. People kill people because we see what going on time after time. The last one they had, and I'm going to be short, the last time they had, I even called the chief of police, was to, to tell him what I, I, can, I have seen people doing where I am, and, um, that helped them pick up the guns from, from, from guys, bad guys. And I could not communicate with neither the chief, neither his deputy. Nobody called me back. But when, when I listen to the guy talking about the, the, the economic part of it, how they need, how the people them, 
is they are in need of money. They are in need of, 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 of to work. They need, they, they need to have some kind of um, economic activity going on. I am in, a, in connection with him, and in a, I am in agreement with him. But I call because a voice no person, which I will, I will forward to you, and people might make reference of me. So I'll send the voice note that you listen to it and see my concern. Thank you, Mr. Rinto. Thank you very much indeed. And uh, it's 1.30. That's the afternoon time. Let's do this. If you know your favorite store, dial it now. 612-1253. That's Mega News. You can rely on Mega for some real deals on name brand clothing and electronics. High quality, low price. We are a wholesale and retail store located in Kalabishi, right on the main road. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram as Mega Deals Dominica. Like our page. Check out our stuff. Call us. Visit us. We'd appreciate that. Come try it on. Love it. Buy it at Mega Deals. Your one and only online and brick and mortar store. Mega Hills is also on wheels. We make it convenient for your shopping. We deliver straight to your door. Email us at info at megadeals.da.com. Rely on Mega Deals for some real deals. Ready Florida, GCS Entertainment presents the greatest summer bash 2022. Featuring the mighty, mighty swinging stars on Sunday, August 28th from 4 p.m. to midnight at 2901 Hollywood, Florida. Also featuring DJ Joe, DJ Lucky, DJ Lester, Daniel, and more. Tickets in advance at $30 and are available at the Fancy Low Bakery, Julia's Kitchen, Babin at 954-857-6966, Nigel at 954-588-8095, and Malum at 786-487-9099. What bitter means to me? It means respect. Trust in the process. It might rough now, but go on push, brother. It's finding the courage to step out of your comfort zone and try something different. To never give up on your passion, cause passion bring progress. So when them say bitter, that just mean life will get better. Cause the real gen of them drink Campari. Respect the bitter. Must be 18 years or older to drink, drink responsibly. One thirty-two, in uh, just a little bit, we'll hear from uh, an elderly lady who is having some issues that uh, require assistance of law enforcement, police in Dominica. Uh, her claim is that that is not happening and it is causing her much distress. We will uh, share her story in just a moment. lady living at Pankole, Glasgow Road. And there was a young father that come at my house in the night whilst I sleep in. And he take my radio, a first radio of mine, he take a phone, and he take 
he take my he take my radio two battery in it and other two battery and my my charger and whilst whilst he take that I was I was in the sleep something wake me up and I just sit down and I watching a big fella coming out in my house with my radio in his hand and he go in. Anyway I saying but who is that fella that coming out in my house there now? when I watch I see he anyway he go with it. When he go with it when I wake up in the morning I see his shirt on top of my bathroom. Then I take the shirt and I go to the police station and I make a report about it. And after I make the report, I did not worry. I say, well, I, I don't worry to do him anything. I don't bring him to court. I don't do nothing. He only radio and he meet me by the church. He come by the church with a bag of mango, my own mango, he picking on my tree about five o'clock in the morning. And he go in and sell it five for five dollars by the church. Then he tell me, Manzilla, I will bring the, I will bring your radio for you. I tell you, well, bring my radio for me now. Bring it for me. You promise you'll bring it for me. Bring it for me. I'm waiting for it. Anyway, he never bring it, so I don't worry about Mister again. I say, well, I go in and buy another radio. I buy another radio, and you know the boy come back again about four thirty in the in the morning and come in and burst the glass of the same window and he pass inside it and he come inside and he take the radio again and he take a big big phone I had there and he go with it again and now they bring him go in prison and why did the, 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 the policeman take him back to prison he promising me and make me frighten me and tell me when he come out prison he's behind me he come in again and I don't do the boy nothing when he come out in prison is when I'll see what he going and do to me and he'll go in the bush. Yes, yeah, so I want to know, let people know he, he promised what he can do and he, if somebody tell you they'll do something, it's from their heart, it's coming out. So I come and make a, something, talk about it because I, I'm at my house and I'm, I am in fear, I cannot sleep, and I don't even know the boy outside right now. They bail him and they put him outside right now and I don't know nothing, it's now I'm getting to know he outside and I, in fear I cannot sleep in my house. I don't know what to really do, and I'm an elderly lady about about 78. Just now, I eight years. I sick. I not well. And the boy, and if the boy wind just pass by me, I will fall down. You taking my mango, you selling it. You doing me all kind of thing. What what is that for me? So I letting I letting Dominica know that elderly lady, some elderly lady are very suffering under young people, some young people in Dominica, but it have some some nice ones, you know. But that one, what he want to do is in prison, he want to sleep. So why? And they're still bailing the boy, let the boy take his prison. Eh? So you agree what he's doing, his family agree what he's doing, me then. So I want, I want everybody to know about it because I'm sleeping in fear at my house and I'm afraid I'm living in a lick, lick piece of house. I have to wash, I have to bathe, I have to do everything in it, a lick, lick piece of house. And you burst in the lick piece of house and you come inside and promising me what you're going to do to me. So I want all Dominica to know about it because I'm in fear. I cannot sleep in my place. Uh, so it's recorded and what I can do, I can... Uh... 1.37 is the afternoon time, the story of an elderly lady from the community of Foncole uh, being terrorized, harassed by some young man, she says, uh, clearly a situation where 
this lady needs the assistance of the police and law enforcement. Because as she says, you know, at, at her age, uh, to be living under that sort of pressure, it's not right. It's not right for anybody, much less for an elderly person trying to live out twilight years in peace and quiet. We are a better country than that. Someone on the telephone, good afternoon. Good afternoon, the right, Honorable Lennox Linton. What's up, bro? I'm fine, bro. How you doing? We're going well. Great, great, great. I listened to my good friend, my fellow villager, <laughs> my compatriot, Tony Caesar, or the BVI, and uh, he's a great patriot. Uh, Mr. Linton, the whole idea of Connie Connor, well, as you may know, I'm from Scotland. I had Scott said, right, man, right. You know, I want the best for my village. I've been calling almost every day to try to uplift my people of Scotland, but it's been falling on deaf ears, you know. The whole idea behind Corny Corner was to alleviate the poverty that was throughout the entire village, not just the village, the constituency. I'm also Sufria Scotland, Galion. I mean, Point Michel was a little more affluent. I should say, in, 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 their, in, their, in their style of living. But Scott said Sufria, you know, it, it has always been a, a, a poverty-stricken area. But although fishing, I mean, we've, we've always been a great fishing community. Um, you know, young men, they always had the desire to work. You know, in my days growing up in Scotland, you know, if you were not working with Elrose Company in the, in the lime factory, Young men, they would go to, um, they were working with St. Max Construction, Davis Construction, Egbert Charles, you know, and those of us who are the more clerical background, you know, we would you'd be working in downtown offices like Stephen Nicholas, one of Dominica's um, you know, greatest statisticians, you know, I mean, Jeff Bellot, you've been hearing about Jeff Bellot every day, almost every day on Q95, you know, so those of us, you know, you know, who worked in town, you know, we would, we would do our best to, to ensure that our village would be vibrant, you know. But the whole idea behind Corny Corner was to ensure that, you know, there was some kind of, you know, um, uh, economic activity in the village, and Corny Corner was derived from that. Uh, it started shortly after Mamo was swept into office. I remember that very well, you know, in the early 80s. You know, my, my son was not even born yet, you know. And it grew and developed and became a huge activity every month. You know, I, I tend to disagree with my friend Tony Caesar a little bit because during the 80s and into the early 90s, there was not this level of violence you're talking about. It, it's just lately, you know, people started getting killed and all that kind of stuff, you know. But during the early 80s into the early 90s, Corner Corner was vibrant. It was one of the most spectacular activities throughout Dominica. You know, you had people coming all the way from where this guy came from, what was his name, the guy they say was your prime minister, all the way up there, coming to Scotland and enjoying the beauty of Scotland. And you know Scotland by far is one of the most beautiful, beautiful villages in Dominica. Very scenic. It's one of the villages in Dominica you could see both the Atlantic and the Caribbean Sea simultaneously. Just stand where you are. The Atlantic is on one side. The Caribbean Sea is on one side. So we have a very beautiful...
beautiful village, very inviting people, I must say. But the poverty that exists right now, even more so under this bunch of thugs we have parading as, as government, you know. I propose something whereby, you know, Jeff, Stephen, Tony Caesar, and I, you know, we have a plan for our village. While Jeff would develop the, the, the poultry industry, I have a plan for my village. You know, seeing that the Atlantic and the Caribbean Sea is right there, snorkeling, diving, parasailing, sailing, jet skis, wave running, all this can be done in my village. And we have a plan for this village, but we cannot, well, for me, I cannot execute my plan right now because these dogs, as long as you're not supporting them, they will treat you like Suki or like, um, 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 what's the other place that they, they, they said, do not go and buy stuff, you know, I'm, I'm Breezy Matt, Brisbane, you know. So I'm waiting for the next administration to come in. And Mr. Lyndon, I'm waiting for you to come in. And very soon, we will have a responsible government, a government that cares for the people, a government that concerns about the people's well-being to execute that plan. And, and that's what I'm waiting for. So, Connie Connor, I don't know why Mr. Raphael is so against... Mr. Raphael, where, where, where did you come from? Who are you? To say you don't want Connie Connor in Sufres Concert. Where, the, the where you came from, Mr. bro? Mr. Sam Raphael is Find the recipient of of $6.1 million of passport money that he's supposed to pay back. And he has decided it's best kept for himself. The, the loan remains on the books of the, on the accounts of the Commonwealth of Dominica. And Mr. Raphael is refusing to pay. He seems to be encouraged in that refusal to pay the public's money by his friends in the cabinet of ministers. 143, thank you very much for joining us. I have a question I want to pose to the Caribbean Financial Action Task Force. They've been in Dominica since the 15th of August. They've been involved in a mutual evaluation of the uh, risk, the anti-money money laundering and uh, financing of terrorism risk in Dominica. Uh, and the level of compliance of Dominica with their various recommendations, uh, their policies and, and actions to secure the world from money laundering and the financing of terrorism, movements of the proceeds of crime, drug trafficking, and all of that. In the policy program of the Financial Action Task Force, much is made of politically exposed persons. That's people like me. I'm a politician. I'm elected to the Parliament of Dominica and uh, other people are elected. Then they serve in the government, in the cabinet of ministers. All of these are politically exposed persons. And uh, financial institutions are asked to pursue enhanced due diligence uh, when doing business with politically exposed persons. That's a mandate from the Financial Action Task Force and the Caribbean Financial Action Task Force. And the question I have for the Caribbean Financial Action Task Force meeting in Dominica this week for an encounter review is this. Does a conflict of interest exist when a sitting member of the cabinet of ministers, a politically exposed person, is the president of a financial institution
regulated by the same cabinet of ministers. Caribbean Financial Action Task Force, my question is repeated. Does a conflict of interest exist when a sitting member of the cabinet of ministers, a politically exposed person, is the president of a financial institution that is regulated by the same cabinet of ministers. And let me say that I'm not aware of an instance in, in the history of the cooperative movement that a sitting member of cabinet was the head of a financial cooperative in Dominica. If, if I'm wrong about that, somebody can correct me. They can give me the specifics of, of that particular example, history. Now, the standing precedent in banking is that the Eastern Caribbean Central Bank will not allow board members, even at the perception that a conflict could occur between a board member and management or a board member and depositors. There's objective evidence that the regulator operates under the direction of the political directorate, that is the cabinet of ministers. And when we, when we talk the regulator here, we talk about the, uh, we talk about the Ministry of Finance and uh, its agencies. Also, all political actors, whether those political actors are in cabinet or they're simply in the broad theater of politics, the Financial Action Task Force, the Caribbean Financial Action Task Force, the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development refers to those persons as politically exposed persons. The compliance best practice and rules issued by the same regulator, according to those, there must be enhanced due diligence in the interface of the society, the financial cooperative society with its politically exposed customers. The fact that the politically exposed person is sitting as the president of this society raises very significant compliance issues for the society. And I'm referring here to the Margaret Cooperative Credit Union and the president of the credit union, cabinet minister, Gregory Rivera. No other regulator would sit quietly by, seemingly handicapped by allowing this to happen. Therefore, Caribbean Financial Action Task Force, the fact that the government regulator is being silent on this compliance abnormality makes clear the case 
that the member is exerting undue influence on the regulator as a member of cabinet to maintain a personal interest in being the president of a financial society in a constituency where he's campaigning to be elected as parliamentary representative. It is therefore reasonable to perceive a conflict of interest exists to any reasonable onlooker. So how does it look to the Caribbean Financial Action Task Force? How does it look to the Financial Action Task Force? Because obviously the regulators, obviously the FSUs of Dominica, the FIU, the Financial, the Ministry of Finance, nobody sees anything wrong with it, notwithstanding the fact that politically exposed persons are required to have enhanced due diligence done on them in their relationships with financial institutions. So how is this financial institutions of which a politically exposed person is the president or the head going to conduct enhanced due diligence with that particular individual on an ongoing basis to meet the requirements of the Financial Action Task Force, those requirements laid down or dictated by the Financial Action Task Force and the Caribbean Financial Action Task Force and the Organization of Economic uh, Development, Corporation and Development. CFATF is meeting here in Dominica this week, and I thought I would put that question on the table. I repeat the question. Does a conflict of interest exist when a sitting member of the cabinet of ministers, a so-called politically exposed person, is the president of a financial institution regulated by the same cabinet of ministers? Very good afternoon to you. This is Talk on the Block. How are you doing? Hello. Under what rule are you objecting to Gregory? I just just laid out um, for the benefit of... You see, idiocy is a very difficult thing to deal with, you know. I just spent time explaining exactly what the issue and the concern is. And I, I was not referring to you, sir. I posed the question for the Caribbean Financial Action Task Force that is meeting here in Dominica. So I hear they do listen to radio. I hear that they do follow what's going on. So hopefully they will get my question and uh, they will they will um, say something about it. And the question is, does a conflict of interest exist where a politically exposed person is the head of a financial institution that is regulated by the same cabinet of ministers in which the politically exposed person sits? That is the question. Good afternoon. 153, good afternoon. 
Someone was there and changed his or her mind. Overseas line, good afternoon. Hello, good afternoon. Oh, guess what? It looks like we're having some difficulty with our phone line. Let's try this one. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, sir. How are Hi. You How are you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? When something is wrong, why we fail to see what is wrong is really wrong? When you do something and the people you're trying to suck up to doesn't do anything to you, that means it should be done to everybody. If the, it is wrong that the person is sitting on the Marigot board, has been a member, the director, and he is in public office running for the constituency, then it shouldn't be. If it is wrong for one, it shouldn't be for the it should be for the other. And if you put in, you can't be putting square pegs in wrong hole all the time. Learn to do something properly, not because they give you a card blush on what you do for it to have it. Everybody should do the same thing. So have a blessed day, Salinton. Have uh, a blessed day, my uh, darling. Have a blessed day yourself. Bye bye. There's no take people um, thing to make it a problem. No, no, it's not a problem. It, in the brown paper bag in this in the it, rubbish. It is a, it is an issue. It is an issue because of all that we have gone through in the past couple of weeks. You have the Caribbean Financial Action Task Force in Dominica talking about regulations, talking about policies, uh, talking about things that need to be done, talking about how politically exposed persons are supposed to be treated. I'm that the I, question. Mm -hmm. What I'm trying to say, the, that's for the, 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 the brown paper, yeah, but yeah, that's yeah. for it away. Yeah, okay. yeah, the brown paper, but that's for the rubbish. We just did that. We just yeah, did that. Yeah, that's for the brown paper, but yeah. in the rubbish. Okay. Just repeat. Bye-bye. God bless. <laughs> Good afternoon. Good afternoon. An honorable blessed day to you. What's up, hey, bro? Hey, what's up, bro? I heard uh, that fascinating story this morning. I said, my God. Uh, well, you know, thank God you're still alive. Thank you, Mary Almighty. <laughs> continue to guide and protect indeed, you and all the other patriots. Indeed. Thank you, bro. Yeah. Um, I just want to empathize with the lady, um, with the the young guy infiltrating her, her home and taking a radio and taking a phone on two occasions. And finally, he was arrested, but finally he was bailed and whatever, and he threatening her and all of that. Security is for only one person in Dominica. And it was said, it is very safe for me. I can leave my house from vehicles and walk through thing because it's safe. It is safe. Not talking about his security details, eh? So little senior citizens like that lady is staying there pleading she needs security, she needs safety, she needs justice. And none is coming away. It is sad. And Mr. Linton, that is what it is. Your qualification for any Position, position of significance in Dominica is for you to be a criminal. Your qualification to hold any position of significance in Dominica is for you to be a criminal. Have a blessed day, sir. Have a blessed day yourself. And uh, that's all the time we have this afternoon. That's all the time we have this afternoon. We will come back uh, tomorrow, uh, Friday, to close off the week. And... Uh, do it all over again for you. Next up, the Digital Hour. Take very good care of yourself, Dominique. I love you all the time.
Babylon, yeah. Things are going to run down now. 